talk and then when I listen to myself talk, I'm like, ah, oh, gosh. Whenever you listen I to yourself talk. I hate it. I literally hate it so much. I have, I have a hard time listening <laughs> to myself um, with sermons. Oh. Like when I preach? Right, right. Like I, like well, I got can, to because I need to be able to know where I did well and didn't do well in the context, but I hate listening to myself. Now you can go and listen to Next Pod, and your voice is all over oh, that. Yeah, it's, all, it's Not yeah. only is it on the Grace Church website. Go listen to Next Pod, everybody. Yes. Go listen yes. to Next Pod, yes. seriously. All right, let's do this. <laughs> We're getting into this now. We're getting into this now, let's Jake. Let's do it, let's Jake. Do this it. I'm ex- I'm super excited for this. This is a special episode. This is a special episode. Um, I, I don't know what what are we talking about, Jake? This is really cool. Well, I wanna I wanna just touch on what's culturally relevant sometimes, and right now, yeah. just the death of Kobe Bryant has right. captivated the world, and and obviously being a basketball player mm-hmm. growing up, I, I idolized him and and um, watched mm. what he did. So just the death right. of Kobe Bryant just captured the hearts of the world right now. Right. Well, I mean, so like this podcast, a lot of what we're going to be talking about is what it looks like to live out our faith in Jesus, what it looks like to live out a life of faith in the realm of sports yeah. is one of the things that we really want to touch on and hammer on because that's huge in today's culture. And so, you know, of the recent um, the recent days, what is it, about a week and a half ago now is, yeah. when, is when this happened, but uh, Kobe Bryant his uh his daughter and then a few other um people on that on that helicopter um were were all killed yeah and it, and it's and it's kind of taken the world by storm i'm always fascinated right like famous people lose their lives all the time and yeah and um even even athletes pass away but there was something so sudden about this right and something about who kobe bryant presented himself to be to the world that captivated the world right i saw social media like people are making posts that aren't even basketball fans everybody's talking about it whether you knew basketball or not whether you followed kobe bryant or not Mm -hmm. and that's really what kind of captured my thoughts and my mind is why is the world so captivated by this? And yeah. sports gives such a unique wow. platform that few other things give, like sports. Mm. Yeah, that's super cool. Like, so, I mean, for me, just going to be straight up honest, um, like, I mean, I don't really follow a you whole ton not, of sports you're not a sports stuff. Guy. Like, I'm not, I'm not a huge sports guy. What I love, though, is I love talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing about it. Um so I guess like kind of the question on everyone's mind is like why was this so shocking? What made this specific death so shocking to everyone? Because I think about I like to think about um, uh, music. So I I love music. I love all different types of music. Um, one of my favorite things to do just in spare time or like in the car driving is just like just scrolling through different music, trying to find as much new music as possible. Um, and I know that it was like a huge shock to a ton of people when Mac Miller um, died. Yeah. Um, and just because, I mean, they loved his music. He was putting out some really poetic stuff. But also at the same time, there was kind of a like a, a realm of, oh, well, maybe we could have seen this happening. Maybe we could have prevented it or something like that. Um, such a big star puts out so much music um, and really kind of loves his fans. Um but then, you know, dies of an overdose. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but this. 
this was just so sudden. And right. and I think one of the things that that has captivated the minds of the world and the hearts of the world in this is Kobe Bryant always presented himself as invincible. Mm. And I think some of it, we put him on that pedestal of being invincible, but you have a, a highly successful athlete that leaves high school mm. goes right to the NBA. Mm. Um, you have a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, the face of the Los Angeles Lakers, mm. a successful businessman, a successful family man. Like, right. he had everything the world could offer, right. Right. and yet in an absolute blink of the eye, his life is it taken was gone. from him. Yeah, Wow. You know, and I've been, I've, been, I've been thinking about, you know, this idea of invincibility and, and how all of it is pointing us back hmm. to our desperate need for a savior. Right. And it's like, yeah. okay, if, if Kobe Bryant can be killed so suddenly in a helicopter crash, along with his daughter and seven others and some of those being her teammates, like my own mortality becomes in question. Right. And what does yeah. that mean for me? So whether right. I'm a believer or an unbeliever, those situations, look, you look at somebody who you who you perceive to be invincible, life is suddenly taken in such a horrific, tragic way. What does that mean for my own mortality? Right, yeah. And I think the world's been wrestling with that. Right. And why would we, why would we put um, this, kind of, like just any person in general, but why would you say like we put Kobe on a pedestal? I mean, he put, he made himself out to be kind of this invincible character. Why do we then put him on a pedestal and expect him? I mean, obviously, obviously, we kind of respond to that by being, yeah, this like this dude's invincible and can do anything and stuff like that. But why? why well, we I think that? his greatness, and I, I think there are two things that we we all long for in our hearts, and I think they're put in our hearts by the Lord. One, Kobe Bryant right. never had a fear of men. Right. And yeah. y you would hear all mm -hmm. the, like, if you're a basketball person, you follow this, right? Like, and you follow the sport, like, people would say Kobe Bryant shot the ball too much, and he was a ball hog, and he was this, and he was that. As a young kid out of high school, he comes to a team with Shaquille O'Neal, mm. and he wants the leadership position over Shaquille O'Neal. And there was something in Kobe Bryant where he did not fear man. And I think that's a longing in a heart. You know, we, we see in Galatians 1.10, it that's says good. for... For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were mm. still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Well, Kobe Bryant displayed that. And I think right. there's a longing in all of us not to care what man thinks, but to go out and to use our gifts and our talents to the maximum right. ability right. without worrying about what are people saying, what do people think about me, all of these other things. And Kobe Bryant carried that with him yeah. in such a unique way that... I think people just gravitated towards that and put him mm. on a pedestal of invincibility. Yeah, that's good. This is a perfect, actually, segue into something that I want to talk about. So the first game that the Lakers played um, post the death of Kobe Bryant was um, they did a tribute to yeah. him where some team members talked, and they then they actually, before that, had a video with a little bit of like a uh, cello overture and stuff like that. And um, this video was just a lot of quotes from Kobe Bryant, some videos from his early years in basketball, kind of going through his career and just like uh, different interviews and stuff. And one of the things that he said that I thought was very interesting um, here, he quotes, I wanted to be one of the best basketball players ever to play and anything else that was outside of that lane, I didn't have time for. <laughs> and so, and so like, I think about that. Um, and I think about the drive that that gives his fans. So like first question is like, like 
what is what is like the fans' response to that kind of a mindset? Because yeah, he he had that mindset of like I'm gonna be the best. Well, I think God right. It, if the Bible is true, which we are followers of Christ in right. Grace Church, so we believe right. every word of the Bible is true. Mm-hmm. We are all made in the image of God. Right. Kobe Bryant's made in the image of God. Sam's made in the image of God. I'm made in the image of God. We are all made in the image of God. And by being made in the image of God, whether you're a follower of Christ or not, mm-hmm. there are things that are written in your DNA and written on your heart by the Lord. Yep. One of those being fear of men. I think the other thing that made him, as you talk about his desire to be the best, is he he had an ability to give uncommon sacrifice. Right. Yeah. And I think that's written on us by the Lord, right? I was I was looking at John 10, 18 last week, just thinking huh. about this whole Kobe Bryant thing, and, and where Jesus was like, hey, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down of my own accord. Right. I have authority to lay it down. I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father, and what Jesus is saying is like, like, yes, I'm going to the cross, but they're not mm-hmm. taking their life from me. I'm willingly laying right. down my life, right. this uncommon right. sacrifice. That is written on our DNA. Right, exactly, because if we, if we are all claimed as children of God, we all have um, this, this Christ in us, this, um, you know, this DNA of our Father in heaven, that sacrifice is written in us. I think that's super cool. And I, and like I think it's, that's, it's that drive that like... Absolutely. Right. Well, I think it's why the world is so captivated by it, right? Mm-hmm. Because whether you're a believer in Jesus or not, that mm-hmm. DNA is written in you. You mm-hmm. are made mm-hmm. in the image of God. Mm-hmm. And when we see someone who portrays themselves as invincible, mm-hmm. we know we're all mortal mm-hmm. except for Jesus, right? right? Except for God, right. our Father in heaven, right? Like there's an immortality to him and him alone. But we desire that invincibility. We mm-hmm. we want that eternal life. It's written right. in our DNA. Same thing with fear of men. Same thing with this uncommon sacrifice. Right. Those are God things written mm-hmm. in us. Right. And that Kobe Bryant displayed through yeah, sport. And we're created in the image of God. Right. Yeah. And he says that he has called us out and he has set us apart. Each one of us is different in ways that God has created us to be. Yeah. And yeah. I think Kobe Bryant displayed And he all displayed of that. that so well. Yeah, right. he displayed it through sports. And, he displayed yeah. it through his family. He right. displayed it through um, mm-hmm. just his pursuit of excellence, right. and all of those things have just have just captivated the minds and right. hearts of the world right now. So, with that, like that that quote that he left, anything outside of that lane, I didn't have time for when he's talking about his devotion to the game of basketball. So, my question is, what if that was our mentality towards Jesus oh. and the gospel? His mentality towards the game of basketball was, I'm devoting all my time to this game. Anything outside of it, I don't have time for. What if we devoted that same energy? We put that same energy towards the forward movement of the gospel. Yeah. No no question. It's just that, that lay it all down, whatever it takes, right. I am going to do so the gospel will be heard. Mm. The name of Jesus will go out. Like we take over the world, mm. and I was teaching our students last week, and um, in our student ministry, just this idea of witness in Acts, in Acts chapter one, mm. where Jesus commands his, his disciples to be witnesses for him in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. And the original word for witness in the Greek is martyr. Right. 
Yeah. And he wasn't saying, hey, just go tell some people about me. He's like, go and lay down your right. life in Jerusalem. Go yeah. and lay down your life in Judea. Go and mm-hmm. lay down your life in Samaria. Kobe Bryant did that. He laid down his life for the sake of the game of basketball. Yeah. And I think we have that desire to say there's got to be more that we lay our lives down mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. That's the gospel. That's right. Jesus. Right. And, right. and it's a come and die type of right. mentality. Right. And like Kobe was actually talking about in this same interview that um, – they like obviously not all of it was fun there are the painful parts there are the trials there's the parts where you're just like sitting and it's boring and you're like wanting something to happen you know mm-hmm. there were part, there were many injuries that he had where he had to like work through that in order to continue to be better and like i think that same thing goes for us with um with Christianity and with the forward movement of, no movement of the gospel and stuff. And like, I mean, like the prosperity gospel would say that when we have Christ, like we no longer have pain. Yeah. Like we no longer have fear. We no longer have doubt. We like, you know, we, we, um, you know, just everything kind of gets handed to us. But the fact of the matter is, is that when we have Christ, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and we live for him and the forward movement of his kingdom, like it is trial. It yeah. is suffering. It is pain. And the fa- and and it actually talks about in Hebrews like Jesus Christ paid for our sins and our lives with his blood. And we have not yet experienced trials to the point of bleeding for the sake of the cross. Yeah. But we still should have that faith like Jesus Christ had faith in his Father in heaven that his Father would deliver the promise, yes. deliver the forgiveness unto us through the sacrifice of his Son, Je- of His Son of Jesus. Yeah. And he's yeah. asking the same of us, right? And, right. And we got to see that in Kobe Bryant's life. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, he exactly. didn't feel like going to the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. He didn't feel like they would have... The, Kobe Bryant had something called blackout workouts mm-hmm. where he would train so hard until he blacked out. Wow. Literally would pass out. Wow. He would push wow. himself to that place. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if we pushed ourselves to that place in mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's that... It's that DNA that is written in all of us to go to that place. Whether you're a fisherman, you're a tax collector, you're the least of these, you're Zacchaeus up in a tree, right? Like Jesus isn't saying, well, I I need people like to have everything together. No, I'm going to use a whole bunch of broken people Mm -hmm. who are willing to say, I want to lay it all down. And I'm not going to feel like doing it all day. And even think about Jesus prior to going to the cross, like, Father, take this cup from Mm -hmm. me. Like, I don't want Mm -hmm. this. But not my will, your will be done. Right, and and you just got to see that 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 imagery portrayed through Kobe Bryant inside the game of basketball. And I think us as believers need to say, what can we learn from his life and his dedication yeah. to the game of basketball that we can take as we pursue Christ and mm-hmm. so we live out the gospel in this side of eternity. And the fact of the matter is, we need to take up our cross daily. Like it's a daily dying to self for the forward movement of the gospel. It's not something that like, going to be real here. It's not something we want to do all the time. We're human. Like we're selfish. We are people who like want to do things our way. And like I'm pretty sure Kobe Bryant felt the same way. Well, no question. And in and, and the trials and the difficulties and, right. and not quitting in the midst of those. I, my favorite story, and I shared it with my kids right after his death, we do each morning we do a little family devotional time. And mm-hmm. and um, when he was in fifth or sixth grade, it was his first summer in the United States and he grew up overseas and, and his dad was a professional player and he came to the United States and he did not score a single point the entire season. Huh. 
as a fifth or a sixth grader. And he, and, he, and he came to his dad after the season. His dad said to him, like, whether you score zero points, you score 60 points, I'm still going to love you. Mm. And I was just relating that to with my kids, like, that's our father in heaven, right? Like, whether we score zero points or 60 points, he still loves us. He still mm-hmm. laid his life down for us. Right. Through the cross and through the life and the death and resurrection of Christ, we have eternal life. And he loves us. Right. But what he doesn't want us to do is just quit at zero points. Right. Right. He wants us to say, okay, are you going to continue to work? Like right. you may not see the results that you want today in your mm-hmm. walk with Christ, mm-hmm. but are you going to come back tomorrow? And are you going to come back the next day? Are you can continue to pick up your cross and pursue me. And as you pursue me, right, the, the success will come. Right. And the success of living out the gospel is that you will make disciples of all nations. Right. And like, I mean, our, our point, our job as the church of Christ is to live to love and serve Christ as Christ pursues and laid down his life for us. You know, yeah. it's like trying to relate this to like the game of the game of basketball. Like you're not like he, really a, you're not, I'm not a basketball, basketball. guy, but, I think it's, <laughs> but like anything like right now, I think with you saying like your, your pursuit of worship, right? Right. And, and what God is, is, is leading you mm. to, to do for his name we got to see that with Kobe. right. For those of you who don't know, I'm um, uh, here at Grace Church. I work I work for the student ministries with uh, Jake, and and I'm the worship leader for um, junior high and senior high, and um, now a little bit for for our young adults ministry, our next next gen ministries yeah. here at Grace Church. So and he does um, a and, killer job, by uh, the way. And, and but but it's fun, right? You're taking voice lessons. You're going right. above and beyond, right? And and you're willing to learn, and you're picking up every volunteer opportunity you mm-hmm. can. Because mm-hmm. you want to grow in that area. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what God is ultimately calling us. And again, we got to see that displayed through Kobe Bryant's life within the right. game of basketball. And it's, I mean, like, it's not always a, oh man, like, I, I want to get to this today. I want to get to this today. Like, sometimes it is a push through the struggle of it. Because, I mean, I don't always want to get up every day and, like, and like do voice stuff and, and, you know, and look at new worship songs and all this kind of stuff. But, the fact of the matter is, this is the passion that I have yeah. to serve the Lord in this way, in this worship ministry. I think it's so important, us as a body of believers, um, you know, it talks about praising God in one voice, lifting up his name, and 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 one congregation in one voice. We are, you know, to praise the God of creation. Yeah. Like, he is all things good. All yeah. things good come from above, and we are to to praise him for that. Well, and when Sam would praise him too, like for the life that we have, you know, right. as we reflect on mm-hmm. all of that with Kobe Bryant, like it can be gone. Right. You know, James 4, 13, 14 says, come now you who say today or tomorrow will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Right. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. Mm-hmm. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for yep. a time and then vanishes and gone. Right. We saw that with Kobe Bryant. Like right. tomorrow, Sam, you could be coming to work and your life could be taken. Exactly. Right? Tomorrow exactly. I could be whatever. I could wake up in the middle of the night and have a massive heart attack and it's gone. Right. What am right. I living for? Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I living for the worship and the praise of the Lord or am I living for my own gain? Because at the end of the day, you can't take anything mm-hmm. with you. Right. And I think that's what... That's what's captivated, again, I keep using that word captivated, but that captivated the world, whether you're sports or not, with Kobe Bryant is right. he had everything the world could offer. Mm-hmm. 
beautiful family, healthy children, right? Um, financial resources beyond financial resources. He had a new passion in right. the world of business. Connections. People, Connections. That, people that loved him as well that he could work with. A Hall exactly. of Famer. I mean, he had everything. Right. But what does it matter at the end exactly. of the day if we don't have Christ? Right. And that's why the word says to work at everything you do with all your heart and work as if you are working for the Lord, not for human mas- mm-hmm. masters. And what's so interesting about that is like taking up our cross daily because we don't know whether or not we have tomorrow. So in everything we do, whether you are literally today out in the nations, out in the Middle East, serving people and preaching the gospel to those who are um, of Muslim faith or or who have never heard the gospel, or you are at home like cleaning your house or folding laundry or whatever that may be. Not that that is a low task or something that should be looked down upon, but in everything that you are doing from both ends of the spectrum, you are doing it to serve the Lord daily because you never know. You yeah. really don't. Yeah, no, you you have no idea. And that's where I think you have to ask yourself, if you've been following this whole Kobe Bryant story, mm. one, am I all in for serving Christ? Like, am I a believer yes. in Jesus? Like, Amen. am I all in? Am I all in like Kobe was? Like, right? Like, yeah, there's always going to be a fear of man, but because of who Christ is, right? Like, I will serve the Lord and no longer fear man. I'll have yeah. an uncommon sacrifice. I, I, I will find my inv- invincibility in Christ and Christ alone. If you're not a believer, you have not given your life or put your faith and your trust in who Jesus is, mm. you've got to start asking yourself the question, like, why not? Right. Well, like, tomorrow it could all be over. Right. It could all be done. It could all be finished. Mm. And if, you're, if you have just been in awe of this whole situation or your heart has been moved, I'm telling you, it is the DNA that God has written mm. in you that was ultimately displayed through somebody like Kobe Bryant. Right. That's pointing us like there's more to this. Right. And and I would just I would just encourage you like if if you haven't like yeah. Just open your Bible. Come That's to good. church, join into That's a ministry good. and you, you don't have to be a believer but just say like I want to know who this person of Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And let God do the rest. Right. Right. And I think it's so important before we roll into the next thing here just to mention this. It says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I think that that's so important for any of you listeners who do have a faith in Jesus, who are born again believers in Christ, or who have never heard this gospel before, to think about that. And if you are if you are considering following Jesus or putting your faith and trust in Jesus, pray that prayer. We're all sinners. We all fall mm-hmm. short of the glory Amen. of God. But the cool thing about putting our faith in Jesus is we know what has already been done. Christ has paid for our sins. We live no longer with that shame and that guilt. But in the power and the... Um, and in the security that we have been given, yes. that our fate is secured in Christ, that we will live everlasting with the Father in heaven when we put our faith and trust in Jesus. So, um, and that's what it's yeah, all about. That's and you, what and it's you all hope about. Like these these tragedies that happen, right? Everything at the end of the day is under the hand of the Lord, ultimately to point us back to Him. 
Yeah. Amen. And, and good and bad, you know, there was, I saw there was an earthquake in Turkey and there were people dying and there are wars. There are there things happening all mm-hmm. over this world. And, yeah. and may it point us back to Christ. Right. Right. And that was the thing. That's why I want to do a podcast so bad about right. this. Is, right. It's like Kobe Bryant's life and the character traits that he displayed were traits of who our God is. Yeah. And may yep. his life not go in vain, but may it point many yes. back to the person of many Jesus. Many back to Christ. Yeah, exactly. And I even, just a side note, like I even got to see a little bit of what was happening overseas firsthand. Um, you know, over the, over this summer, uh, I, well, this past summer, so summer 2019, I was able to meet Syrian refugees who saw their families die at the hands of of the Taliban at the hands of um, other other rebellions and other um, other forces, just like in that Syrian civil war that's going on, just there's so much chaos. Yeah. Um, and I was actually one time when I was in a southeastern part of Turkey, um, I my my team and I met up with a family. Um, they just found us. Really, it was it was totally a God orchestrated moment where where this family found us and brought us into their to their to their home which was essentially just like tents yeah. they were living underneath tarps and there was probably you know like you know 15 women about 10 men a ton of children running around and stuff and in raggedy clothes and they sat us down and they served us everything they had like every single bit of food the little bit of money that they had they sent out with their children to go and buy us like coffee yeah. You know, yeah, just yeah. and just to serve us because we were there. Yep. And and they and they wanted to do good by us and by um their God Allah. And yeah. but this something so cool about that is even though they are ensnared in a lie, in the lies of Islam that you know that um they have to do good works in order to go to go to heaven but in fact the bible says that our good works are like filthy rags which is why jesus came yes. and died for us yes. because because he lived the life we could never live died the death that we deserve um but paid for that like through that we were able to share the gospel with these people yeah. all the good things that they were trying to do to to serve us to um to earn their place ultimately we could turn back and say listen Jesus did this for you on the cross yeah. that you can live with him yeah. eternally. Like taking that back to, to Kobe, like all the work that he has had done yes. for the game of basketball, for his life, it, it ended so quickly. But the fact of the matter is Jesus did all that and so much more <laughs> for him, for yeah. us. And, and that is the faith that we have with him. Yeah. And, yeah. and may our, may our lives just be stirred in yeah. that place. Praise God. And, Praise God. and, 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 you know, I, I just keep thinking like, Think of the impact that Kobe Bryant had on me as a basketball player, mm. watching him, his leadership, um, the things that he said, the things that he wrote, and the impacts that that had on me. And one of the things I've been asking the Lord is like, let his death and all of those on that helicopter have a similar impact on me. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like, may I, right, like, take all the things that I have in this world as filthy, filthy rags. Mm. May I see the shep, the flock that I am responsible for shepherding just in my own children. 
And may I see that in a different light and a different responsibility for the glory of God. Right. And may I be able, because of the platform that I have because of basketball, may I be able to use this conversation to point others back to the gospel. Yeah, that's good. And and I think all lives, whether you're in a southern border of Turkey or you're in your Kobe Bryant in a helicopter, every life hopefully will point others right. back to who Christ that's is. Good. Yeah. So just moving forward then. Um, so there was another part in this interview with Kobe where he said, when you get older, you start to understand that it's all about the next generation. Mm-hmm. And, they, and essentially, he moved that, that mm-hmm. quote, that, li- that one-liner into talking about how everything that they do, they want to pour it into the generation that's next, that's next to come. He was speaking specifically about the game of basketball yeah. and how everything that he learned, he wanted to teach the younger generation. Um, and so, like, what does this say to us as leaders and as followers of Christ, or even to us as like unbelievers. But right now, to us as believers, what does this, does this say about about our job as followers of Christ? Well, it's all. Like, I mean, it's all throughout scriptures. The importance to pass down from generation to generation who the Lord is, right? And that is our command. And that's what awesome part. You know, being here at Grace Church. My role is as director of Next Gen Ministries. Sam, your role is worship. Is we have the opportunity to do that. But I think whether mm-hmm. you're inside, I mean, it's our job. We get we get paid to right. tell the next generation about right, Jesus. Right. But I think no matter who you are, no matter what place that you're in, whether you're an athlete, whether you're yep. a businessman, yeah. um, you're a stay-at-home mom, you're whoever you are, whatever environment you are, we all have the same responsibility. And mm-hmm. that is to pour into the next generation. That is to give to the next generation. That is to lay down our lives for the next generation, not so they can grow up to be successful people, but so they can know the person of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, Jesus... Jesus um, spent time with the coming generations. I mean, when he would, when, um, you know, all the, all the Pharisees and stuff were gathering around Jesus, trying to ask him all these theological questions and all the children were trying to get to Jesus. It talks about this in the gospels, you know, the children were trying to get to Jesus and the Pharisees were trying to push them away. But Jesus said, no, let the little children come, let the children come to me. And they just wanted to the cool thing is they just wanted to be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to be by him, be near him, know who he is. And Jesus replied to the Pharisees by saying, like, unless you have faith like these children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. That was his response. And and so, like, our job, so cool, our job is to just inspire these this next generation to want to know who Jesus is. Yeah. And, and and one of the things that's always gotten me to to tremble a little bit is is Judges 2.10. And right. this is as, okay. as Joshua is being called home, and, and Joshua led the Israelite people into the promised land, received the inheritance that the Lord had promised them. But mm-hmm. as his life is coming to an end, Judges 2.10 says, After that whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. Mm. And now as you walk through the book of Judges and and on into the the Old Testament, you see a generation who didn't know who God was. Right. And you see absolute chaos all around them Mm. and and immorality and and sin and, and worshiping of false gods. And 
you begin to see this entire generation raise up. And I was like, my cry to the Lord is, I want to be a leader for Christ. Yeah. That the generation coming after me know who's who God is, and not just know who He is, but what He has done. Right. And right. that they will have a solid, firm foundation, you know, into their future, and then it'll be their responsibility to do the same to the next generation. Right. And so, like in in your immediate life, like you've been pouring into your kids that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I actually, so this is something that happened today and I just actually kind of want to share it. So, so I woke up this morning and I had just, I mean, I had this really weird dream last night. You know, I, I've had it on my heart just really to pour into um, my relationships with my siblings and specifically with um, my little brother, you know, just because of, um, you know, in, in my past and like, and I'll, Many people may may know my past, but I, um, I, I spent a lot of time putting my siblings down, mm. and just specifically with with my words and and with my brother, I was very I was very mean, uh, verbally, um, and even sometimes physically. And I had this dream last night that like super weird, super weird. He was like, I bought this recently in real life. Actually, I bought this new pair of like sweatpants. Like Adidas sweatpants, some of the nut, like, oh my gosh, so comfortable. But I had this dream that my little brother had snagged them out of my drawer and was wearing them. And for some reason, I got super mad and like brought him up into his room, like shoved him onto the ground and like ripped the pants off of him and like, like yelled at him for wearing these pants. And I woke up the next, this morning, it was just like, what the heck was that dream about? Like, why did I have that dream? But but my realization has been, like, what have I been doing to po- to have a positive impact yeah. on my little brother? You know? That is, that is it's so and, good to think about. We should just do, like, a whole episode on random dreams. That yeah, yeah. Happens. Like, oh, man, I've had some really interesting <laughs> well, dreams. But like, you do know, like, like, the Lord speaks in a variety of ways. Right. And and he's always getting our attention in a variety of different ways. And, and yeah, is it is it just to say, right. hey, what are you doing to pour in the next generation? Right. And may that podcast right. be like that dream was to you. May this mm-hmm. podcast be like for some of you guys listening, just like stir you. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Or is mm-hmm. it just is it, you just pouring into yourself? Right. Even as Christians, are we just consumed. I need, I need more. I'm consuming myself more. I'm right. pouring into myself more. Are we pouring? I think a lot of us have this idea where, like, especially when it comes to the subject of reading our Bibles, right? Like whatever season we're in whatever we're going through we go into the bible and we read it like like kind of expecting what whatever i'm going to read today how is that going to speak into what i am going through right now or what is happening in my life right now and so we continue to search for those like little easter eggs every single time we read the bible instead of actually just focusing on reading the bible to understand more and more who god is More and more, like the entire Bible is like one big prophecy speaking into like, okay, in the Old Testament, there's tons of stories. We're wondering, a lot of people might wonder why, like, oh man, I don't want to read the Old Testament. It's just like a bunch of stories. Like, why do I want to read stories of these old dead people? But like the reason why is because these people needed saving and they went through so much. They had the faith, like, like Moses, um, Enoch, uh, let's like Joshua, all these people who had great faith in God, who uh, and Abraham, who yes. who put their faith in God and they did the things that God told them because God had a promise for them that they would one day be saved, one day that they would be um, 
all their sins would be paid for and they wouldn't have to go through this this um these trials and this suffering that they do and this rituals like essentially of of you know slaughtering lambs and slaughtering um calves and stuff for their sins they rested on that promise yeah but they all died with this faith not receiving that promise cuz Jesus hadn't come yeah but now us we have Jesus like we know Jesus has died, he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of God, and when we, and now we can have a direct relationship with God um because Jesus is our mediator. Yeah. Um but one thing that we catch ourselves doing is like reading through the Bible expecting to find these like easter eggs like uh whatever it is that is how is this going to speak into my life right now instead of just desiring god desiring well, to know who god is desiring to know who he is but like as 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 we started this part portion of the conversation just right. kobe bryant's desire to pour into the next generation exactly yep like we are called to be filled up by right? through god's word we are filled up and then we are poured out and and even Isaiah forty four three, as you think about um, Isaiah prophesying about the coming of Christ, but he says, I, "For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and mm-hmm. streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants." Just mm. even the prophecy about the coming of Christ was going to be one who would pour himself out for us. Mm-hmm. If we are going to live in the image of Christ and the reflection of Christ. We need to pour out into the next generation. Right. And again, I keep coming back to it. It's the thing that's captivated the world about Kobe Bryant. Right. He poured himself out for the next right. generation. Exactly. Now, we don't we don't know all the components of his faith background, mm-hmm. but in the realm of basketball, again, it's that it's that visual DNA of what God has written in us because mm-hmm. we are made in his image. Right. When we pour out to the next generation, that is who our God is. And that is yep. what Jesus came to right. do for us. Exactly. To be poured out as a as a drink offering on right. our behalf. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah. love I, I love I this like... podcast. I, I think if we my prayer for doing all of this is because I had to wrestle with the Lord Sam mm-hmm. of I, I don't want to just try to, you know, grab a hold of, of a tragic death in Kobe Bryant mm. and use it for my own benefit on a social media post or a podcast or something like that. Right. But right. I think it, it it can be used in a very positive way to point people to exactly. the Exactly. And, and exactly. my prayer is, like, as you see Kobe Bryant's life, whether you're a believer or not, will you see the DNA of God written in his person mm-hmm. and again the the idea of the invincibility yeah. that he portrayed well we have an invincible god That's good the lack of fear of man that he portrayed well we have jesus who had no fear of man right right he was above right. all of that and then we had Jesus who gave an uncommon sacrifice we saw that we see kobe pouring into the next generation well that's who our god is yep the DNA of our God mm-hmm. is all over Kobe Bryant's life because he was made in the image of God. Right. And every person on that helicopter was yeah. made in the image exactly. of God. And may it point us all back as believers or unbelievers to who our God is. Right. And may it help us like understand, may it help us understand that we have that same DNA. We do. We are created in that same image. The, you know, the fact of the matter is it's, it's God. And his kingdom and 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 all things in it, and then there's us. Yeah. There's all that he created and all that is subject to him. Yeah. But the but God didn't create us to be like you guys are condemned. Yeah. 
you guys are the like the i mean we are low we're just mortal man but but the, we're made in his image but we're made in his image and, 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 and we can portray because christ is in us right and we are made in the image of god we can portray invincibility exactly like we can well, live in a yeah. way and we got to see that with the apostle paul like mm. well to live is good to die is good right. so whatever you choose to do right. right because he knew like physical death on this side right. of eternity was just going to lead to spiritual life right. for eternity mm -hmm. so if we have christ we mm -hmm. are in like mm -hmm. you can kill my physical body like go ahead right right i don't care what you do to me or man i don't care what you say to me because i'm not living for you i'm living for god like all of those qualities that Kobe Bryant displayed, like those are all in us mm -hmm. because we're made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. How mm -hmm. encouraging that should right. be to right. us. Right. Like this wasn't just somebody that we could idolize, but all of those traits that made mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant Kobe Bryant are actually who we are if we have Christ. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He said to live as Christ, to die as gain. Exactly. Like we don't belong here. We don't belong. This is the this world is not our home. Yeah. We belong with Jesus for eternity. But while we are here, we have a task. Yeah. And so speaking into that, Jake, um, kind of going into this final question then, what would you say for our listeners now that just having listened to all of this, what would you say would be something that we could do differently? For, for lack of a better way to ask that question, like what would you say can be our job next or what we can look into next knowing that we are created in the image of God, that we have different skill sets, yeah. we have been set apart, but our, our job is to, to display Christ, to display God's character. It, it, it's, the, it's the entire call that we have. If you are a Christ follower, right, this is... For me, and I said this to our students last week, it's not an issue of salvation. Right. Faith in Christ mm. and Christ alone secures our salvation, whether yeah. we do anything. Mm -hmm. But it is an issue of obedience. Right. And to live in a way that is uncommon, right? An uncommon sacrifice, an uncommon, right? Um, not fearing man. To live in a way that we're invincible, that you can take the body if you want, mm -hmm. like you could kill me, I, I don't care because I have eternal life with Lord. Yeah, right. That's those are issues of obedience. So we go all in for Jesus. Mm -hmm. What do you want of me? So if I'm a believer in Christ right now, I'm saying, God, what are you asking of me right now in this season of my life? Yeah, that's good. With the gifts and the talents that you have given me, to position me for the gospel to reach the ends of the earth. If I'm an unbeliever. My challenge to you is just reflect on the DNA of Kobe Bryant. Mm. Just reflect on it. Right. You can't deny the DNA that was in Kobe Bryant that was displayed through the game of basketball yeah. is yeah. not the same DNA that is displayed through Jesus, through God our Father in heaven, right? Because we're all made in the image of God. Yep. So whether we believe in him or not, you can't deny that mm -hmm. fact. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage you like, just to reflect on it. And let Jesus do the work. He'll speak to you. He'll speak to you through your word. When I was an unbeliever, I just became curious about who this Jesus was. I'm walking that first day into Cornerstone Church and Salt Company. I looked around and said, okay, I got all the world could offer, but these people have something I don't have. Right. Who is this Jesus? Right. Just ask right. yourself that question. And let God do the rest. Like I just said, well, who is this Jesus? It took me a right. couple of years as the Lord worked on my heart and, right. and on who right. I was to reveal himself And knowing to me. that that DNA is in you changed your life. It's in all of us. Yeah. 
I don't care if like you're an atheist, right? If you're a if you're a Muslim, if you're a Hindu, if you're a Buddhist, right? Whatever you are, you were created in the image of God. Yep. You can't deny it. You mm-hmm. can't run from it. Mm-hmm. And those character traits that we saw in Kobe Bryant were the DNA of who our God is. Yeah, praise and God. And may that just point us back to Him. And 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 as I conclude too, right? Like Kobe Bryant just had such an impact on my life as an athlete. Yeah, and. I just want him to have that now in 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 his death as I reflect back on it and I see the DNA of God may it have that same impact on my life. Amen. Yeah, that's really good. Well, before kind of we head out, um, well, I don't really know how to segue into that. From there's there, no like, way to segue. There's into not really. It. There's not really. Yeah, but, but just, hopefully your heart was stirred. Yes, exactly. And hopefully you see this thing like why did this captivate the world like it did? Right. Because it's the DNA of God. Exactly. Yeah. And Kobe Bryant was made in the image of God. And we pray that at some point he yeah. had put his faith and trust in yeah. life, in the death, yeah. life, death, and resurrection of Christ, yeah. and that he is walking in eternity mm-hmm. with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you can make that same decision today. Yeah. yeah. I hope that's spoken to you guys. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week.